it. Hey guys, so sorry I let everyone down. I as always. Oh, as always. Okay, realistic Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take pride in that. I really do. Where's that from? In rocking. Y'all need, so, need one realistic Randy and one Debbie Downer. This is this is person? the last episode of Which season two. One eleven. Yeah. Last episode of season two. Hey, I'll be honest, the fact you made it this far still blows my mind. I don't think we'd be running Nah, bro, no, nah, no. The moment we mentioned hey. merch, I knew how far we were going. Hey, I made it through a year. Wait, yeah, time out. Wait, yeah, this is the first episode since the year. Yeah. We made it through one whole year. That's pretty impressive. Hey, yo, guys, just give us a round of applause real quick. In your car, in your bathroom, in the shower. Wait, not if you're driving, though. Nah, bro, drop at your knees. No, not if you're driving. <laughs> we don't That's promote. We don't promote. Unsafe, I have driving habits. coming for the guys and myself. Can I be honest? I feel like I already know what it is. The naked Morat. I feel like I already know what it is. Wait, can we guess? Well, mine's red. Oh, I forgot. Is it, okay, is it a hoodie with the Just Talking logo on it? How'd you know? I figured. No. Let's go! Wait, is it the picture? Is it just the letters? You'll see. Wait, is it? All the same color, but our letter is the color. Remember when I asked you for your favorite colors? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. The hoodie is the, is the color. Wait, no, the, not the hoodie. The, the letter. The letters. Are the yes. The, the so black are hoodies. The color. Black hoodies. Black with hoodies. The, the yeah, I guess. Oh, so mine's red letters. Because there's no way you put black on black. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's my letters again? <laughs> you said green. The L. You can't see the L. No, I gray. said green. I said gray. So oh, only so our letter is that color. Yeah. Only Oh, we just have our letter? I'm excited to see. I it. like that. Well, so it's look like this is like a K. T it's like a all white except for your letter. That's cool. What's on the back? Is there anything on the back? Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be so sexy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Y'all heard it here first. Dude, when are they so loud. They're coming in November. <laughs> <laughs> week of November. They should be coming second week of November. Hey guys. Oh, I'm excited. Honestly right. though, honestly though, I was like cahoots to the just talking crew. Cahoots. Hey, we didn't we didn't pray in. No, no, we're still cold. Okay, I think it's insane we made it this far. I'm gonna be honest, because I remember when we were first starting this, we're like, "Hey, we have to at least hit ten episodes, then, then we could, you know what I mean?" Yeah. So I didn't think we'd make it this far, and we had what three guests on? Negative Nelly. Three guests on? Yeah, we only have three. So, so fun fact too, I think we're right at three thousand seven hundred streams of the podcast. Wow. All together, I think that's like three thousand hours, something crazy like that. Fun fact. Yeah. I have a theory that Zane does listen to our podcast. I don't think he does, bro. Hey, bro, he does. And he's like, he's like, this is good. Here, Time out. This is Time a out. sermon I'm making. Time out. <laughs> Zane, if you're listening to this episode, then text text the group chat. No, 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 no. Zane, if you're listening to this episode, Next Sunday, somehow slip in the word avocado. Yeah, at the end of his sermon, say potato chips. Oh! <laughs> dude, that'd be crazy. Potato. Dude, you I imagine if he did that? Oh. Potato chips. I would have, <laughs> I would have goosebumps, bro. If, I think at that point, I just... <laughs> Holy Spirit! He doesn't listen. I would go into a convulsion. That would be amazing if he slipped in potato chips. I'd die laughing. Yeah, well, we've laugh. we've gone through a whole year of this. Five individuals in the in, in the in the in the five sanctuary would be one be whole year. Up. So oh, this is learning different words yeah, too. Yeah. We've learned undulate. <laughs> we've learned. Um, <laughs> we've learned asthma. We've asthma undulate. We've had jackknife. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. that's a recent one. Yeah, we've had so, a bunch of sing-alongs with Io. This episode <laughs> right here is, is episode thirty-nine. This thirty-nine. This thirty-nine. 
Wow. See all 38 episodes. So yeah. And then 50, we have something coming, yeah? Whoa, what? That's another special. 50. Dude, what? if we hit 50 episodes, you best believe we've got to tear it up. If we hit 50, we're doing a live stream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> video video edition? Like, that'd be. If we hit 50, we're going to do a live we stream. We talk about that. Oh, time out. Uh, Let's not make any promises. Right, we we no, no promises. No promises. Time out. All I'm saying is next. So this is the last episode. We're either going to take a week or a two week period break. We don't know yet. And Most then, likely a week. Do we want to say what we're starting out with season three with or are we keeping it a surprise? Keep it a surprise. 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 It's a surprise. surprise. Listen. Yes. Stop with all the promises. All right. <laughs> well, um, Nick, this is your episode. Do you want us to, to leave oh, yeah. us with some final words? Uh, Respect. I, everything. No, no. Asmarin. Asmarin. One last time for season two. Respect everything and nothing. Hey, it's your boy Trevor. Hey, yo. Hey, y'all. Oh. And Nikki G. And this is just talking. This man spit on his hand. Alright, we're back. Ew! Ew! Wait, that's so funny. That's the exact noise I made when he slobbered on me. There's a common denominator here. Yes, get off the podcast. Hey, leave my hoodie out of it. Leave my hoodie out of it. For this episode, we all picked weird creatures, things, people, events that happened in the Bible, and we get a full breakdown of them. I'm excited. So, it starts off, Mr. Ayo. <gasps> Coach Essay. Coach Essay. Yo, Coach Essay was tearing it up at the uh, youth. Yeah, he can't. Know. He can't throw though. My goodness. Hey, throw, uh, but I bet you was picking up apples, didn't I? You <laughs> got, he cheated, mother trucker. Hey, hey, they said they said. Oh, he used his thumb. He used his thumb. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Look, all I'm saying you gotta use is you, a coach. Wait, did you really? I was just making that up. You actually use your thumb? <laughs> All I'm saying is a coach is a coach for a reason. All right. He's a coach, not a player. So I always break I always breaking us in. Okay. So Okay, so Oh sorry. Honestly, wow. Nick. I don't know what I care How about you refresh us on what we are talking about? Okay. So uh we're talking about Fuck. weird or unusual things, people, animals, or events that happen in the Bible and to fully break down what they are, where they're found, and why do you think they are specifically mentioned in the Bible, and how can it bring glory to the Lord? Mm. Yes, yeah, sure. AKA JC, another thing that we <laughs> talked about in previous episodes. Not Daddy God. Not Daddy God. Jesus Christ, JC. What episode was that where we we're like, JC? And I was like, who? I'm like, Jesus Christ? I feel like it was like the Christmas. That was special. season one, no? Yeah, I think that it was, was like definitely Christmas. season one. Hi, Nick. Ayo. Ayo. Okay, so the topic I chose, because I was torn between three. I was torn between Christianity holidays and pagan holidays, finding them out. I was torn between Jesus and the copies of other myths, how other people say Jesus is actually a copy of a different character within their own different religions. 
But the one I settled on was actually the Mark of the Beast. Ooh, and I know a lot of people are like, ah, six, 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 which I don't know where a lot of people get that number from. Because while we're about to dive into Revelations, where it's found, it's in Revelations 11 and 18. While we're diving in this, it doesn't really mention 666. So let's let's dive into it. It says, and I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb. And it spoke like a dragon. So I was like, rah, 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 rah. you know. Oh. Um, <laughs> it exercised all authority of the first beast on its behalf and compelled the earth and those who lived on it to worship the first beast. Whose fatal wound was healed. So that first beat was dead, but now it's alive. Resurrection. It also performs great signs, even caused fire to come down from heaven to earth in front of people. It deceives those who live on earth because of the signs that it permitted to perform in the presence of the beast. So this time, God is letting that beast do this stuff. Um, telling those who live on the earth to make an image of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. It was permitted to give bread to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast could speak. And whoever would not worship the image of the beast was to be killed. It makes everyone, small and great, rich and, rich and poor, free and slave, thank you, Corey, right, to receive you. a mark <laughs> on his right hand or his forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, the beast's name, or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast because it's the number of the person it is. This number is six six six. Okay, so it actually says that. Yeah, in Revelation. That's 16. that's that's my that's my fault. Um, but it's giving us there, giving us that number, and it's telling us that during that time. So this is end times. This is when the world's going to crap. Crap's a good word. Yeah. Okay. So the world's going to crap at this time. You won't be able to have any sort of control. You won't be able to own anything. You won't be able to get anything unless you have this set mark. And I know a lot of people have been going out there talking about what is the vaccine, like, oh, there is certain no, no. This is this is accept you have to accept it willingly. Yes. It cannot be given to you forcefully. So the vaccine is not the mark. Just um, to let you know that. Zane was saying it's like a heart thing. Like you it's have to accept thing. it in your, in your heart. heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In your heart, you have to say, Okay, I want this, I need this. So if someone walks up to you with a stamp six six six, doesn't count. No, no. Yeah. Because you're like, why are you standing me like this? I don't need this on me. I don't need a but, um, Basically, that's the mark of the beast. I feel like the number six is six is because that's when man was created. And God rested on the seventh day, which was completion. If we stop at six, it's not completed. Mm, so okay. the 666 is the mark of man, which fell into sin, which is also the number of incompletion. So it's not complete. That's mm-hmm. why it's the mark of the beast. Okay. Um, it says, why do we think this is a specifically mentioned in the Bible? And how to bring glory to God. So let's go down to the study Bible. So we have right here, Tony Evans style. It says, such a mark may take the form of any chip embedded on the skin. The mark will contain the number of the Antichrist, which is 66. The number of man contains 7, which is the number of God. 6 is repeated three times, which each for Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Those are the centralized government control of trade and economies. Okay, so he's talking about other stuff that I'm not going to touch on. But basically, each number, what I do agree with what he does say when it comes to the number one represents Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophets, all who will be in control during that time, who will be trying to get you to do one and one thing only, to get your mind and heart to worship anything other than God. So their their goal, their main goal at the end of this time, even now, while we're still around, their main goal is to remove your worship from God to them. 
because that's what they didn't want to do. They came to steal, kill, and destroy, so they want to steal our worship. Well, um, yeah, that's about just of the mark of the beast. I like it. Yeah. Thank you for uh, breaking it down for us. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Leon's ready. All right, so the point that I was wanted to do. And as soon as Nick put this, I was like, oh, I'm calling this. I called dibs on it, like, as soon as he put it in. But I want to talk about the speculations of dinosaurs. Mm. Um, oh, I yeah. love dinosaurs as a kid. As a kid, like, <clears throat> bro, I was a dinosaur. Favorite base. dinosaur. Favorite dinosaur? Name five right now. Mosasaurus, Pterodon, Pterodactyl, Triceratops, Stegosaurus. Spell Pterodactyl. P-T-E-R-A-C-T-Y. Patera, Patera, D-A-C-T-Y-L. Yes, sir. I don't know if that's right, but yeah. It could have been like Q-P-R-L-M-A. Like, yeah, <laughs> sounds great, man. L-O-L. O-L. O-L. I'm surprised you didn't say T-Rex. That's the one, that's the only one I know. There's a, but there's also like Carnosaurus, there's Allosaurus. I think the Carnosaurus is cool because it has little horns. Huh? Um, it really does, though. But the, also there's like, the, what, what is it, like the, the Malphodon? Velociraptor. Velociraptor is actually, um, they, actually they have feathers. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, really? Yeah. So apparently, dinosaurs are closer related to birds, birds. than oh, they yeah. are reptiles. Yep. Yeah, which is interesting. Yep. Yeah, birds. And so crocodiles. technically, a T Rex could have had no feathers. They Everything could have been over that. Bro, imagine if a T Rex was flying. Hear me out. Crazy. Is is Big Bird a Tyrannosaurus Rex? I don't know. It's not for me to say. I've never seen a T Rex and Big Bird in the same room. Facts. Oh my god. So, anyways, so. So obviously, like the the answer about is dinosaurs do dinosaurs exist in the Bible? That's why I want to say the speculation of dinosaurs in the Bible because it's like yes, but also no because Bible scholars have broken down these different passages in the Bible and where they where it seems that it hints towards dinosaurs because um, the Bible talks about two different creatures that are first of all very real creatures they're not mythical or made-up creatures because i'm going to go over why and second of all they're creatures that no description can can fill in mm. unless it's a dinosaur got it. that's like the closest mm. thing that can fill it in Makes so sense. the first one we're talking about is the behemoth that one's mentioned in job 40 15 through 24. um and i'm gonna I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to kind of like go over like a little bit of it. But in um, verses 15, it says, look at behemoth, which I've made along with you and which feeds on grass like an ox. What strength it has in its loins, what power in the muscles of its belly, its tail sways like a cedar. The sinews of its thighs are close knit. Its bones are tubes of bronze, its limbs like rods of iron. It ranks first among the works of God, yet its maker can approach it with his sword. Um uh, the hills bring it their produce and all the wild animals play nearby under the lotus plants. Um, it lies hidden among the reeds in the marsh. Um, so it in, in this one, I'm talking about behemoth is the creatures being described having like a tail, like a giant cedar and it's having an herbivore diet. Cause it talks about eating, um, eating plants and Trevor just searched up behemoth. So it could have wow. easily been, um, that doesn't look like dinosaurs. Yeah, so that's like an ancient, quote unquote, dinosaur, pre- prehistoric mm. creature. Um, but people also, Bible scholars also speculate it could have been what we think is the brachio, the brachiosaurus. Mm. 
got it. Uh, the long necks. Yes. Um, it could be that because I was talking about how it literally had like giant legs and how like it literally cannot be, cannot be beat by by normal ways. But even like it's still docile. Oh wow. Um, it, you know, it talks about how it had large bones like beans of bronze and. And um, there are other Bible scholars that think it's a, a prehistoric <laughs> version of the hippopotamus. Mm, really? Yeah. Cool. So like the one, terrifying. the one that that Trevor pulled up is actually, uh, I think, one similar. similar to it. Uh, but that that actually, you know, kind of insinuates the the existence of a prehistoric creature or even quote unquote dinosaurs. Um, the second one I want to go over, <coughs> bless, bless you, you. you, is Leviathan. I was gonna talk about that. Yeah. So you want to go next? <laughs> I, I realized before we kind of started recording, we didn't like. But say like what my my aspect is Leviathan to... as a dinosaur because there's there's I'm, a... I'm not doing just dinosaurs. Yeah, there's like there's different theories because some some Bible scholars actually believe that Leviathan was a dragon. Yeah, and that know. the the existence of dragons exist. But I'm gonna I'm gonna cover the Bible scholars' um, theory oh, of smooth. Leviathan as a dinosaur. Yeah. Um, so this one's found in the next chapter, Job 41, and I'm just going to kind of, like I said, once again, go over it real quick because it's, it's kind of almost like the whole chapter, but it says, can you pull in Leviathan with a fish hook or tie down, tie down its tongue with a rope? Can you put a cord through its nose or pierce its jaw with a hook? Will it keep begging you for mercy? Will it speak to you with gentle words? Will it make an agreement with you for you to take it as your slave for life? Can you make it a pet, uh, of it like a bird or put it in a leash, um, and I'm going to skip a couple of verses down. It says, if you lay a hand on it, you will remember the struggle and never do it again. Any hope of subduing it is false. The mere sight of it is overpowering. No one is fierce enough to rouse it. Who then is able to stand against me? Who has a claim against me that I must pay? Everything under heaven belongs to me. I will not fail to speak of Leviathan's limbs, its strength, and its graceful form. Who can strip off its outer coat? Who can penetrate its double coat of armor? Who dares open the doors of its mouth, wrench about with fearsome teeth its backs has rows of shields tightly sealed together um and it goes on and on and on how it talks about how it, it, it and the the aspect of it being a, a dragon like the bible scholars break it down because like it literally literally talks about how like flame shoots from its mouth and smoke pours from its nostrils which kind of it's crazy mm-hmm. but like i said i'm going to go over the dinosaur aspect of it so it talks about the leviathan which Many people believe that it could either be a prehistoric version of a um, crocodile, of the modern-day crocodile, oh. which we do know, which is confirmed that crocodiles are the modern-day dinosaurs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Crocodiles are literally like the long genealogy of what today is. They're the closest re- living relative to a dinosaur today. Along with chickens. Yes. Actually, yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Fact, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We eat dinosaur eggs. True. Oh. And, and it tastes um, good. But there's also another... There's also another uh, dinosaur that people believe that the um, the Leviathan could resemble is the, either the Mosasaurus or the Pleosaurus. The Mosasaurus is the one that we see in Jurassic World, like, yeah, the, the one. one that swims underwater. Oh, and the Pleosaurus is the rah, but like with a long neck. It's a Loch Ness monster. Oh, so there's two different, you know, Bible scars are kind of broken down to that way. Um, and like I said, these are all speculations. Is it possible that underneath the water, the Leviathan still swims? Yeah. So it, it does talk about how it, it swims underwater. Can mm-hmm. I say an interesting factoid? Yeah. So another belief or another like theory on this is um, before the flood, the atmosphere was different, right? And so that's why you see people in the Bible 
lived so long. So like yeah. Noah was yeah. like four hundred. Uh, who was? Do y'all remember who the oldest was? It was Methuselah. No. Yes. Yeah, it was Methuselah. Nine hundred something. Yeah, that's why you yeah. see them live so long. And so the cool thing about reptiles is they never stop growing. So the older they are, the larger they, they get. And yeah. so when you have an atmosphere where animals, you know, like a snake right now, you, you have twenty three foot long snakes, and mm-hmm. it lives up for like let's say a hundred years, but to get to put it in an atmosphere where it doesn't die as quickly now it can live up to like 800 years it's going to continuously grow and so that's why you see um dinosaurs big giant creatures because the atmosphere to allow it and so when the when the rain came and it killed all those things Mm -hmm. then you have you know what i mean but what about a chicken that's interesting that you mentioned that because i also remember reading somewhere like um even if you know because People always talk about, and scientists always talk about recreating dinosaurs today, mm-hmm. today's society, the, the actual Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, whatever. But the reason why dinosaurs wouldn't be able to live in today's uh, world is because of the atmosphere. Yeah. The amount of oxygen is not nearly enough. I think, I, and I'm spitballing this, but I read somewhere, this was a long time ago, but a brachiosaurus, the long neck dinosaurs, each time they take a breath, they breathe in, I think, like five tons worth of oxygen. So if they were to literally breathe in today's air, I think they would literally like dive carbon monoxide. They would, yeah, they would. I think they would literally like. It was either they explode, or they just literally just fall dead, like a seagull eating a Mentos. Yeah, because like because the amount of air they breathe in in one breath is not even enough. Like not even close. Same with insects too. They used to be massive. Yeah, yeah. Everything used to be massive. So and uh, kind of to 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 wrap it up, the reason why the the creatures mentioned in these um, chapters aren't are like visions or like mythological legendary creatures is because um, some context. So we know these, these creatures are true and these creatures were actually created by God. And these are real creatures because in, in Job chapter 38 and through 39, it, it talks about the 12 animals that are mentioned by God. And all these are real creatures. And it talks about how all these are real creatures. So that means these last two creatures of the 12 creatures created by God also have to be real, right? God chose, uh, in, in chapter 40 of Job in verse 15, God told Job to look at the behemoth. And he can only look at a real creature, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not God showing Job a vision. God literally told Job, hey, look at this creature. And Job's like, Look at him. And it's like, I'm, I'm imagining like Job have like that Jurassic Park moment. Like, Welcome to Jurassic Park. <gasps> like, I'm imagining that. But then like, it also talks about how um, the the Bible co- provides very detailed description about mm-hmm. each of these creatures, right? Like very, very detailed description to like its bony armor of like the Leviathan or even like um, how the beams of the the legs and, and everything like these are very detailed description that almost seemingly can't be like a mythological creature yeah um, this seems very real and we even see that the leviathan actually gets brought up in in, diff- in other parts of the bible right in psalms 104 um verses 24 and 26 it talks about the leviathan where it says like mm. yeah, the ships going f- to and fro and the leviathan which you formed to frolic in it um, so that's something like, dude, as soon as, as soon as Nick gave us this topic, I was like, yo, cause I remember hearing a sermon about this and like a pastor breaking down, like why dinosaurs were mentioned in the Bible. And he was like a Bible scholar. Like, I was like, yo, this is kind of cool. And I just wanted to share a little bit on it and like kind of open up some insights. Cause people always be like, well, you know, this boss is like, 
millions of years old. It doesn't mention the, the dinosaurs. I'm like, okay, well, the Bible mentions something. If it's not a dinosaur, that's terrifying. I don't want to meet it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I guess I'll expand since you already touched on the Leviathan. So it's Spell actually, it. Don't give your notes. L-E-V-I-A-T-H-A-N. Yep. Good for you. I don't know. Um, Corey had his bag, yeah. (laughs) Corey got me. It's actually found in three separate books of the Bible. Job, Psalms, and two different chapters in Psalms, and Mm -hmm. Isaiah. Oh. Um, So the name Leviathan itself means coiled one, almost like a a serpent or a snake. Um, Sounds snakey. It's defined as like a serpent-like sea creature, but at the same time, it's also like Leon said, it has like breathes limbs, fire, yeah. has scales harder than iron, can crush anything with its jaws. It mentions limbs, bro. That's weird. Yeah, and and Psalms like it actually says it has multiple heads. Yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. Psalm seventy-four. Uh, Psalm seventy-four. Uh, before that, multiple heads. Multiple heads. Yeah, like the hydra. Um. But actually, in Job, it says it's an actual beast created by God, like Leon mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look in other places of the Bible, like in Psalms, it's used as a symbol for the enemies of Israel. So it's not actually a beast. It's, it's used as an analogy. So it's cool. like uh, like it'd be the animal on their shields. Kind or is it used to describe them? would be... Described as, as them. As, yeah, he's yeah. God. He's using Leviathan to describe the enemy. The yeah. enemy is this. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and this same Leviathan is not only mentioned in the Bible, it's mentioned in other um, religions and literature as well. Literature. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't pronounce these cultures. Try it. Look what he said. Try it. Try it. Try it. Hittite legend. Tell Asmar, dated to about 2350 BC. Interesting. That's and cool. then a lot of cultures actually worship this. Yeah, the Leviathan. Yeah. And like, even then, um, quick little factoid like, even in like the early time maps, you can see like Leviathan being drawn out and like certain oceans and everything yeah, because yeah. to be aware yeah because a lot like of a, a lot of like um sailors would actually be like yo like we've heard we've heard yield uh sailing tales about the leviathan y'all if you're not driving take a second and look up this creature because this thing is like leviathan is terrifying creepy. yeah yeah it's scary the leviathan is creepy show it to the black behemoth room. behemoth looks just you know all gentle and then there's leviathan um and to touch on the last part of um the questions Ooh. of like how it brings glory to God. Yeah. So oh, when it appears, <laughs> I got. I'm covering it. Thank you. So um, when it appears excited. in Psalms as like the multi-headed sea serpent, yeah. um, it's killed by God and given to the Hebrews as food when they're in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Wow. So and then and Isaiah, <laughs> God says, get smoked. Imagine being created for food. <laughs> Could not be me, bro. Imagine <laughs> like the most terrifying creature. No better than a chicken. Yeah, the oh, most terrifying God. creature in the world. And then God's like, hey, uh, <laughs> wait, time out, y'all. I'm using you for food, bro. Y'all just blowing my mind. Do you think, like, cows, like, in their head, they're like, I was created. <laughs> Yo, a cow is all sentient. The cow comes out, like, self aware. He goes, I was born in 
into this world for a deeper meaning. And God's like, no, you're just here for food. For dairy. I <laughs> keep going. That's um, good. And Isaiah 27. And Isaiah 27, Leviathan is also a serpent. Um, and it's used as a symbol for Israel's enemies yeah. who would be slain by God. Yeah. And then in Job, cool. it's a sea monster used as a symbol of God's power of creation. That's wow. Awesome. Look, I'm like, if God can create cockroaches, he can definitely create dinosaurs. Facts. True. I, cockroaches are indestructible. The, yeah. the, the, the logic is not flawed at any point in I, my perspective. I appreciate it. I, appreciate I like it. that. It's not just. Oh, oh I'm fine. Welcome. Well, 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 up, up, down, up, down, up, down. Cal. Who's next? Corey. Cal. Corey, Trevor. Cal. Yeah, that's me. So. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, uh, you got to sing for us one last time before we exit. Yeah. Before we, what? You got to sing Season all your two, songs. Bro. All Just, your songs. Yeah, wait, hit the. I'm going to say that. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. Little bit of sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. All right, guys. So for my topic, we will be throwing it back to back. um numbers or the Old Testament. Um, talking about a, a, a talking donkey. Donkey. You guys, you guys may have heard of this in from like Trek. Sunday school. Oh, oh, Trek. Yeah. oh yeah, my bad, my bad. From Eddie Murphy. That was, Trek. That was my Trek. joke. Trek. That was my joke. Where you at? Is that your Eddie Who's Murphy that? impression? That was my donkey impression. Dude, that's crazy. That's not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that is not Eddie Murphy. It's not trying to be Eddie Murphy. I'm trying to be donkey. That's Eddie Murphy. I know, but like, yeah. Like, it's me, donkey. So Sunday school. I've embarrassed myself one time too many. I like that. <laughs> I like that. You know what? Actually, sorry. Real quick tangent. My my dad's one of my dad's favorite movie was uh, Shrek Two. And it's the scene where Donkey turns into the stallion. Yes. And I, my dad will always say, like, I'm a stallion, baby. Pow, pow, right? You know what yeah. that? Right. Is that? Is that for me? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, Shrek, Talk is, donkey. Shrek is a phenomenal series. Yeah. All right. So back, back to the best series ever, ever created. <laughs> the, Bible. The, the Bible. The Bible. Um, so um, my event, you can find you can find this event in Numbers chapter 20 to, 22 through 24. What's your number? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <A through two. laughs> um, so just some just some facts about this story, about this event. Uh, despite it being an Old Testament story, Peter, both Peter and Jude mentioned um, the, the guy who's riding the donkey. His name is Balaam. We're going to call him B. Um, what a Balaam. Yeah, I, I can't keep saying that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> They mention they mention B by name in the New Testament and even in Revelation. Um, so he's named he's name dropped multiple times. Okay. Um, and there's more page coverage, meaning like you know this story covers more more pages in the Bible yeah. than uh than than uh, Mary Jesus's mother. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, this so, story supposedly, or B? huh? B or the story? This 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 story in general about about Balaam and the talking donkey. That's cool. Um, supposedly. So. <clears throat> I have three lessons that we can learn from this, right? Um, from this Bible story, I'm gonna read you guys a little, a little snippet from it, just to kind of get you in the right headspace. Um, but my synopsis to you guys: um, Balaam, he's a prophet, right? He's he's called by the king, and he starts to travel on, on a path to, um, to to the city of, of Moab. Um, and his donkey, his trusted steed, his uh, his um, waffles in the morning. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> stops multiple times and diverges from the path. And every time Balam B gets mad, right? He gets furious because he's like, Donkey, like, Donkey. He's like, Donkey. He's like, Donkey, what are you doing? What are you doing, Donkey? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's like, don't get, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> don't get. <laughs> but, and he starts, he starts beating this donkey, right? I'm talking like, he goes, he goes to town on it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then eventually, the third time, the donkey's like, wait a minute, hold up now. I can speak. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a talking donkey. <laughs> Why are you hitting me? Have I not, have I not, like, have I not, have you, have I not been your your donkey from the from the very beginning until now? You know, like, like have have I not taken you to every place um, safely? You know, trusting and and whatnot. Could you imagine and, if one day I'm getting mad at Maverick? And he goes, "Hey, have I not lived here long enough? Do I deserve this? Do I truly deserve this?" I'm imagining Caesar from Planet of the Apes when he goes. No, no, no. <laughs> the donkey grabs the stick. <laughs> all right, all right, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start in uh, chapter 22, verses 21, and, and it, it goes. Uh, so the next morning, Balaam got up, saddled his donkey, and started off with the Moabite officials, um, the people the king sent to to retrieve um, B. But God was angry that Balaam was going, so he sent the angel of the Lord to stand in the road to block his way. And as Balaam and two and two servants were riding along, Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord. Right? Imagine how blind you must you must be for your donkey to see the angel of the Lord, but you do not see the angel of the Lord. Bro, uh, donkeys do donkeys great. have good eyesight? I don't know. Actually, I, I thought, think I they thought do you know this. Um, you look at that. I'm, I'm gonna keep do going. Do donkeys have goat eyes? They're weird. Yes, that's it. Um, weird. So Balaam's donkey, donkey, donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. The donkey bolted um, oh. off the road into a field, but B beat it and turned it back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood at a place where the road narrowed between two vineyard walls. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it tried to squeeze by and crush B's foot against the wall. So Balaam beat the donkey again. He didn't even ask, like, hey, what's wrong? Nothing like that. He was just like, bam, you get in the stick. Chocolate. Then the angel of the Lord the moved further glass. down the road and stood in a place too narrow for the donkey to get by at all. This time, this time when the donkey saw the angel, it lay down under Balaam. In uh, in a fit of rage, B beat the animal again with his staff. Then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. And I think this is kind of where people are like, "Whoa, what the? Yeah, is that possible? Yeah." <laughs> um, and, and the donkey says, "What have I done to you that deserves you? You're beating me three times." <laughs> It has, it has Balaam. I love how polite it is. Like, yeah, what, what, what did I do? Hey, excuse me, cancer. It's, it's just King. It's like, Master, why are you doing that? Like? Keep going. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. So what did the donkey say? Run it in, run it in, run it in. B says, you have made me look like a fool, Balaam shouted. If I had a sword with me, I would have killed you. Oh! But And the donkey's like, no, but, but I am the same donkey you have ridden your entire life. The donkey answered, have I ever done anything like this before? And Balaam's like, no. <laughs> then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. Balaam bowed his head and fell face down on the ground before him. Um, and we're going to stop right there. But that, that's, just, that's just the backstory behind Trevor, why'd you have to put on your hat? 
The guy did not ask about the donkey. Bro, talking. yeah. Hold on. This guy. The donkey this talks. Guy, the donkey yeah. talks. He talks back to the donkey. It's because he's he, like a full-blown conversation. He's like, yo, why are you hitting me? Like, he's not and, like, and, wait, and, what? And you're, and you're like, well. You know, I, I ain't going to lie, bro. If I'm riding a donkey and the donkey talks back to me, I'm hitting it again. <laughs> <laughs> Stop donkey. The donkey. Why do you hit me? <laughs> <laughs> you bring a Maverick inside and Maverick, Maverick starts talking to you. Like, bro, bro, I'm throwing him. Picking him and throwing him. He's like, bro, why, why'd you hit me so much? I'm not talking back to you. Your, your mind is like, well, actually, I, uh, I, uh, my mind's gonna be like, <laughs> you're good. That's so, where we stop. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, we can we can learn we can learn uh three things from this story, right? Hmm. Um, part one, sin has consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Balak was the king of Moab. This is the this is the king of the time, king at the time. And he saw what happened to the other nations in the neighborhood. That's neighborhood, quote unquote, that stood against the Israelites, God's people, right? Um, he was so scared, so he hired a prophet. This is Balaam, this is B, and he and he wanted the prophet to issue a curse against Israel so that the Moabites could could defeat them, right? We can them and defeat them. Um now, as a good prophet, right, Balaam asked the Lord if he should go and uh, go and he's, Balaam asked the Lord if he should go and help the king. And, but, and the Lord responds um, to not go with the king's men. Um, and so this time the king's men came back with more money, right, to help pers- to, to persuade Balaam. And Balaam's like, actually, hey, um, stay the night and we'll see what the Lord says. I think this kind of like foreshadows. It's almost like where it reveals uh, B's heart a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Numbers 22, 19, let me read this out loud. Boom, boom. Uh, he's like, uh, we'll start We'll start at 18. But Balaam responded to Balak's messengers. Even if the king Balak, I'm, I'm butchering these heavy, uh-huh. um, were to give me his palace filled with silver and gold, I will be powerless to do anything against the will of the Lord my God. But stay here one more night, and I will see. I'll, I'll, I'll see. You know, I'll see if my mom says I can go hang out with you. I can sleep mm-hmm. over. You know, I'll yeah. see if the Lord has anything else to say to me. Um, that night, God came to Balaam and told him, "Since these men have come for you, get up and go with them. But, all, but do only what I tell you." And this is prior to him riding the donkey and all that good stuff, mm. right? Um, but it shows us. Balaam was greedy, um, and his focus oh, yeah. was on the reward. Um, and when his donkey, uh, his, and, and we're gonna get a little rated R here for a second. Um, but when his jackass, when his ass was disobedient, his response was to beat it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh. and so the thing is, if if when when we when we when we see when we think of that word today, it's 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 an insult, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you think of something so incompetent uh, as a as an ass, as a donkey, as a, as a jackass, right? You're like, okay, it's not very smart. But this donkey still saw the angel, the angel of God, the angel of the Lord in yeah. his path. Got so it. imagine how blinded B must have been to to not have seen a, a menacing angel standing in a narrow path before him, right? right. But his donkey know. saw it exactly. So this this kind of this kind of shows us where B's like. Thoughts was his greed was yeah. there. His his greed kind of clouded his mind. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. and we've referenced it before. Greed is one of the the seven deadly sins. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And, and B was was actively practicing it. Yeah. Right. So that's that's the first that's the first thing we can learn from it. Right. Um, part two. Right. The, the second the second lesson we can learn. Um, Preach I'm, on, Pastor. I'm right? gonna I'm gonna refer to Romans eight thirty three. Uh, I'll give you all time to flip there. 
Flip, 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 flip. Got it. Crazy. I'm still flipping. <laughs> you sure you, sure you found it, bro? <laughs> oh, oh, he's <laughs> staring at Trevor. Bless you. Thank you. Um, who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No mm-hmm. one, what's up? Nothing. Uh, no one for God himself has given us the right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one for Christ Jesus died for us and and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us, right? Mm. Um, and so uh, I say this to preface. Excuse me. Bless uh, you. <laughs> that God has, God has already kind of, he's already kind of dealt with the sins of Israel, of the Israelites, right? Mm. Um, yet, Yet, uh, yet, Balak the king brings Balaam to curse them even more. Mm-hmm. But yet, God has, God has already God has already dealt with them. Number one, and he and uh, I don't, don't want to butcher this. Give me a second. One thing, sorry. Yeah, you real quickly. You're, yeah, you're fine. But one thing that you mentioned that really reminded me uh, of what Zane actually told us in in our sermon today, or in his sermon today. Is that every creature and everyone, every knee will bow down to Christ? Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like reminds me of this story of like with um, the donkey. Like even the donkey realized that there was an angel that this is someone sent from God, mm-hmm. and he and the donkey bowed down before him. Yeah. Um, so like it just kind of shows the gravity. Like every knee and every every creature will bow down before Christ. And it's like yo, the donkey bowed down before before man. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's that's actually really good. Uh, so just basically, basically, lesson two um, is the the mistake of thinking uh, of of under what's 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 the underestimating under yeah underestimating God's promise, but also God's righteousness because God is God again. God has already dealt with the Israelites, right? And yet, but yet He's made them a promise, mm-hmm. and so he and so He's 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 showing them goodness, right? Um, although there's a difference between condemnation. And uh, and and judgment, right? Got it. Yeah. There's 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 complete difference between yeah. those two. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, King Balak is Balak is under the under the uh, the so guys under the understanding. Alexa, shut up. Like Keep going, dude. Oh, I feel bad. I feel like this is my my donkey. It's okay. Thank you. King Balak is under the is under the disguise, and even even Balaam is like, all right, let me try my best of thinking he can curse the Israelites when mm. when when he actually has no power. Yeah. For the sin of of the Israelites is between them and God, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've already paid for it, and they've already kind of like like been redeemed in that sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where that's where Romans eight thirty three comes in, um, and that and that's the lesson that we can learn from. That's the second lesson we can learn from Balak. I mean Balaam. I'm sorry. Part three, the lesson three that we can learn is uh, because Balaam wasn't much help, um, Balak, Balak taught the Moabites to seduce Israel, and they fell into that trap uh, of, 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 of uh, the Israelites coming in the back door of the Moabites. Um, and 24,000 of the Israelites died. And this is prime example of condemnation is, is separate from, ju- from, uh, from judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, they're no one condemned, but they have to face 
the consequences of their sins. Got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. Um. So just because just because Israel's uh sin was already dealt with doesn't mean that God won't discipline his people. Mm-hmm. Um, Balaam was corrupted. That's how it turned out to be at the end of the day. Um, and if you guys continue a little further into chapter 22, 23 and 24 of this yeah. story, um, Balaam, after riding his donkey, he's like, all right, I'll continue on my way to the king. Um, and each time the king takes him to overlook a cliff of where the Israelites are at, right? And he's like, all right, cool. Let me offer up these burnt offerings. You, Balaam, go over there. Tell me what the Lord tells you. And each time Balaam comes back and is like, look, I can only tell you what the Lord, my God, tells me. Right. Mm-hmm. And and their blessings every time, every time their blessings to the point of where um right, he kept blessing them. Yeah, he kept he kept blessing the Israelites to the point of where Balak grew ir- irritated, mm-hmm. grew frustrated, and sent Balaam on his way. Now to, to back up the 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 statement when I said earlier of Bal- uh, Balaam being greedy. Uh I'll hurt Trevor. Uh <laughs> 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 of Balaam being greedy, we're gonna look at Second Peter two fifteen uh, through sixteen, Jude eleven, Jude one eleven, and then Revelation two fourteen. Um, if if you guys can look up Jude one through eleven and then Revelation two fourteen, I got you. Um, I'll I'll get up Second Peter. Boom boom. Do do do. You know that donkeys are commonly used as um. I don't know who I'm just spinning out. Donkeys right. have binocular vision, so they can see far really well, but you they can't see close. Yes. So <laughs> so second so second okay, Peter You're so salty, man. <laughs> second <laughs> second Peter chapter two of verse fifteen states they have wandered far off the road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. Yeah. And this is this is this is what this prophet is known for. You know, he he wanted to earn money by trying to curse the Israelites who the God who God has already blessed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. Okay, and um, then Jude? Jude 11? Uh, yeah, one, yeah, Jude 1 through 11. This is just one chapter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Woe to them, for they have gone the way of Cain, have pledged to Balaam's heir for profit, and have perished in Korah's for blood. And then, Revelation, and this is, this is to, what Nick is about to read is to the church of Pyrgma, I believe. Um, 2.14? Yeah. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, so that they might eat food, sacrifice to idols, and practice sexual immorality. Boom. And so, the, he, again, he's referenced throughout the Bible, even in Revelations. I think that's important for us to learn from his mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we ever see a talking donkey... Heat it, you know, or if if you if you ever don't ride a donkey it. and it and it stops, just, just don't beat your donkey. Yeah, bro. don't beat your donkey, but also, um, be obedient to the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, That's good. Yeah. All right, daddy. Donkey. All right. So this next one I'm gonna be talking about is giants in the Bible, or AKA, and I think I'm gonna mispronounce it. So y'all correct me. Nephilim. 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 So these are super weird. So the first time that you see Nephilim is in um, Genesis, Genesis <laughs> 6, 1 through 4. Um, now, there, there's a couple of different ways that they're described. So the Nephilim in Genesis look different than Nephilim, for example, Goliath. Goliath is someone that was called a Nephilim. And then you also see Nephilim in Job. And then you also see them in Jude. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so you see them in a couple different places. So you kind of have to understand what is a Nephilim and how did it get created. So it's a giant humanoid creature, two rows of teeth. And then I think, is it multiple limbs? Or it kind of just depends on the scripture? It depends on the scripture. It depends yeah. on the scripture. Yeah. Okay, so it's pretty much just a giant humanoid figure. Two, I don't know for sure, two rows of teeth, but it can just beat down anyone, right? Mm-hmm. See it in Genesis. So how did Nephilim get created? It was when when God cast out the devil and then the angels that followed him cast down to the earth and the devil reigned over the earth, right? Yeah. Angels had intercourse. The fallen angels had intercourse with women and Nephilim were created. So it's kind of like in a sense, like a Percy Jackson demigod. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes and so sense. that's why you have these humanoid creatures come down. Um, I see why I picked it now. It's in Latin. Shut up. <laughs> and so they're pretty much these these large, giant human creatures, right? So if they're in Genesis, this is kind of where it gets weird. If they're in Genesis, in, in chapter 6, and Noah has the flood later on. I think it's in, oh, is it in chapter 30? When's Jonah? Or not Jonah, Noah. Noah, chapter 4? That's early on. It's early. Yeah. Is Noah? Well, so... Nephilim were there, and then the flood happens. So mm-hmm. how did if, – if all creatures were destroyed except for – because it was Noah, his wife, and then his three sons and their three wives. So yeah. if those are the only humans that were on the ark, how does Goliath get created, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so pretty much what happens is – Ark begins on chapter 7. Chapter 7, okay? So we see them in chapter 6, but then the flood happens in chapter 7. So how did we get giants like in um, like Goliath? I'm gonna use that one because he's probably the most known um, Nephilim that we that people were gonna be able to notice. Yeah. And so pretty much one of the working theories because a lot of these it's up to interpretation or it's up to us to kind of figure it out. And it pretty much goes into Punnett squares. If y'all remember that from like is it chemistry, biology, biology. So one of the working theories is that one of Noah's um, wives has nephilim um genes like dna right so she wasn't a nephilim but maybe one of her she ancestors the, uh, um what was it the recessive genes the recessive genes, genes okay. of nephilim and so the unworking one is ham's wife because ham's grandson or one of his grandchildren is um nimrod and he was called a mighty man or mighty men which is another word for nephilim or cool. giants right wow. so it's kind of like now, granted, now one thing to note too is Goliath is not as big or as strong as the Nephilim in, in um, mm. chapter, oh goodness Seven. gracious, chapter or chapter six, right? Oh, six, six. And so where it comes into that is it's kind of like the uh, Punnett squares, right? So after breeding and stuff, that gene becomes smaller and smaller, right? So yeah. he was still a Nephilim, but he wasn't nearly as big or as strong. And so that's why you see he's like seven foot. In comparison to the ones who are twenty foot, just like how today's crocodiles and alligators are nowhere uh, near compared to, to dinosaurs. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's like Darwinism, right? You're seeing that gene get smaller and smaller. Mm. Um, Science. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and so you're seeing um, Goliath. He's probably one of the, the more known ones. We're gonna stick with yeah. Him. Yeah. And so when Nick asked us, he said, "Well, give me these crazy stories, dinosaurs, talking donkeys." The mark of the beast, all these, you know, Leviathan. How does it honor God? And so I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, how does how does a a fallen angel having a this this 
crazy giant. How does that honor God, right? Like, how do you get this, this situation? And I think it's because now God did not make the angel, the fallen angels have these children, right? Mm -hmm. He had no control over that. Uh, but there's that saying that we always say that when the enemy takes meant for evil, he'll turn it to good, right? And so I think how do these these giant stories, how do we see God be glorified in them? And I think it's because David, with all of the power that he had in his body, could never defeat Goliath. Mm -hmm. Nothing David could have done could have defeated Goliath. That yeah. is a block, uh, ne 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 Nephilim. A yeah. human cannot kill a Nephilim, right? Yeah. yeah. So God... David needed to rely on God in order to kill the Nephilim. Yeah. A man versus a Nephilim is like rock versus paper. It's never going to mm -hmm. win, right? Or I guess scissors versus rock. The rock is going to crush the scissors yeah. every single time unless you got like super strong, like alternate supernatural powers that, that destroy it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because when I'm, I'm thinking of scriptures and, and help me out here, I can only think of one time in the Bible where you see a human be born with like a supernatural strength. Samson. Samson's wow. the only one I could think of. Yeah. But but God uses people like David, people like um, oh goodness gracious, he's my favorite, Gideon. Gideon. Oh yeah. Um, cowards, small, weak shepherd boys to defeat these giants, right? Mm -hmm. I just pointed at me. You will defeat a giant. Um but so many. I think. It's one of those situations where God obviously had no part in the Nephilim being created, but he uses them to show, hey, if you rely on me, you come to me when this roadblock comes your, your path, mm -hmm. I'm the way you're getting over that. You're not going to uh, kill a Nephilim with with your sling unless I guide that stone to kill that giant. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. um, and so that is my story. That is what I am sticking to. And I'm turning it over to uh, can I call you Nick? Wait, real, real quick, no. I want to add on. Oh, so, great. um, real quick, like really interesting. <laughs> Whatever, farmer boy. Oh, you're gonna kill a giant one day. <laughs> yeah, you will. But um, so there's actually because when you said this, it reminded me. But and I, I was trying to look up to see because I don't, I don't want to give out false information. But there is a book that was omitted from the Bible called the book of enoch yes oh yeah and it, that actually talks about the like talks about the nephilims like it talks all about them i think there's like yeah multiple chapters talking about them i think it was omitted from the bible because it was per, or it was omitted from the bible from the hebrews and the jewish people because it was pertaining to the prophecies of christ and it's also like it's technically considered like historical documents but not like Part of the Bible. Part of the, the word. Mm, that it. makes sense. Okay. It's not part of God's word, so to say, but it's it's historical documents that were found that may have connections with the Bible. There's a lot of like different um some people call it some people think it's it should be part of the Bible, some people think it should. It, the, that's why I'm saying like there's six different books. Yeah, because I didn't that's why I said like I didn't want to give any false information, but yeah, there is is an actual historical yeah. document where yeah. it talks about the the yeah. Nephilims and it talks about the the uh prophecies of Christ. Yeah. Um and I thought I just thought it was really interesting that you know even there's historic even if it's not the word of God, but there's historical documents talking about these Nephilims. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Our, our roommate Sam told us about like a modern day giant. It was like finally like Saudi Arabia, it was like back in like 2012. He was like 12 to 15 feet tall, red hair, he had two rows of teeth. He was a ginger, which is and he literally like 
it took they said like it I took think it, it killed like six men or 12 it, men yeah they it, it was they a whole it. it was a whole like um unit squad of 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 the u.s military went to go kill this man it took 30 seconds of continuous fire just to just to Why kill him kill it? yeah and they were all firing like i think like m4 yeah. whatever rounds this, are in this Saudi Arabia? yeah at least that's that's what that's what he said yeah I, I would look make, it up, but like yeah, that's what that's what our roommate was telling us. Hey, and I was like, that's kind of crazy. That's a good thing. That's if y'all crazy. ever have any questions about anything, yeah, bro, we talk about fact check. Look us. it up, fact check us. Prove and us if wrong. we're wrong, come back and tell us. Please. Show us your information. Hey, yeah, if you prove us wrong, we'll, we'll shout you out on the podcast. Yes, we'll, we'll fly you over to Corpus Christi if you pay for most of it. Pay the last two dollars. <laughs> uh, all right, visit oh, CC, please sponsor. Last five dollars, we got you. Yeah, last five dollars. Last five dollars. All right, I'll pray us out. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for this um, podcast that we get to spend time learning about your word and talking about it. Um, even if it's crazy stories, um, I pray that somebody gets something out of this because it was fun for us. Yeah. Amen. Pray. Amen. 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 All right. We will see you guys in two weeks. Or we'll see you guys next season. Next season. Close out the season. Wait, wait, Close. wait. Okay. I'm getting emotional. Okay. One last time. Can we all say it together? Wait, can we? All hold yeah. hands. Say what? Oh, the closing remarks. On the count of three. Three, two, two one. one. Potato, Potato chips. chips.